Hello and welcome to the Una Series podcast. My name is Katie Miller, co-founder of Una Series, and I am your host today. I am so thrilled to have this next guest alongside me for this conversation. She is one of my first friends I made out here in the UK, and I don't want to say too much about her because she is an absolute pro at sharing the space and holding a conversation, so I want her to give you all of the briefings about who she is and the inspiration behind her as a founder, as an entrepreneur, and as a businesswoman. You know we are coming into this founder series with a slew of incredibly insightful, brave, intelligent women. This one, she holds the bar really high, so I'm excited to introduce you to her. Lauren Arms, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Oh, such a pleasure. And yeah, all those feelings and adoration is so mutual, Katie. I'm just so excited to be here and to be chatting with you. Thanks, my love. It's exciting because this is such a genuine, friendly conversation. You and I do this all the time, sitting down for coffee. I feel like we conquer the world when we get together, but we're kind of flipping the table because you are always the host. Right. So if I start asking you questions, just be like, I'm <laughs> holding the mic here. <laughs> You know, have to flip it back to you. But um, we, we start these podcasts with the one question that always feels, so, it's so simple, but yet it's, it's so daunting at times. I want to give you the floor and I would love for you just to tell all of our listeners and viewers, who is Lauren Arms? Oh, that's such a great question because I think the answer has changed pretty dramatically recently. Um, about three and a half months ago, I became a mom. And I think up until that point, if you'd have said, you know, who are you? It would be very oriented towards being an entrepreneur, being a business owner. That was such a huge part of my identity. And suddenly I've got this incredible other part of my life now, which is looking after my little boy. Um, I am also a wife and a sister and just a fun loving human. I, but I run multiple businesses. So I launched well to do, which is, I guess how we met kind of being in the wellness industry and well to do was born out of this desire to connect people in the wellness industry who want to build businesses with impact. And, um, so that was seven years ago when I moved from Australia to the UK. And uh, then I guess over the years that's evolved as well and I've become a business coach. Um, we've launched a careers and recruitment arm of our business. I also co-own a digital marketing agency. So I guess variety is the spice of my life. I love doing lots of different things and not being kind of pigeonholed into just one job or one, yeah, one title. Yeah. So we, I want to take us to the inspiration all the way back to the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey. Where did you get started? Why did you get started? And what was the inspo? I know you mentioned well to do, but what were you doing before you started? So I moved to the UK um, on a two year visa and lots of Aussies do this. We come and we plan to work, maybe get some experience working in a big city like London, traveling and so on. 
And so I'd only really ever planned to stay for a couple of years. And I worked in a couple of, you know, challenging corporate roles in marketing and business development. But I very quickly felt dissatisfied. Um, I felt that I was going to work for the sake of making money to then spend on travels and enjoying myself on the weekend. And there's this real detachment from my work and my core purpose and my calling. Um, I didn't feel that passion. I felt like I couldn't wait until five o'clock until I could, could leave the office. And, um, you know, that got me thinking as a lot of people do. Uh, and I know a lot of people have over the last 18 months about what I'm truly passionate about and what lights me up and what kind of work I really want to do for that legacy that I'm building for myself and, you know, now for my son. And, uh, you know, when I asked myself that question, what am I passionate about? For me, it was really wellness, but it took me a little while to land on that because growing up in Australia, wellness is just like an inherent part of life, right? We're very outdoorsy. You know, when you go to Australia, it's very progressive in terms of whole foods and healthy eating and active lifestyles. And yet living in a city like London, I realized that I needed to kind of find my people, find my tribe. And as a result, well, wellness was sort of this more defined concept and community. And I guess that's why you and I met, right? Because we're almost like two magnetic forces coming together with this shared passion for a healthier, more wellness oriented lifestyle. And I thought, okay, well, I want to start a business in that. And I had no idea what that looked like. And so I started by actually just going and meeting other people who were doing that, starting a business in wellness. And I met people like you, I met people, you know, starting juice companies or starting athleisure companies or setting up cafes. And I thought there must be more of these people. There must be a collective of people who want to align their passion for wellness with a professional experience, whether that be starting a business or working for a business. And so well to do was born and really um, out of this desire to share knowledge and insights, um, which we did through the website. And then also bring that group of people together through our events. And that's how it, it launched with, you know, a lot of messiness along the way, you know, doing that alongside my full-time job for almost a year then eventually leaving my job and then, you know, the stress of trying to make it work financially and making lots of sacrifices. Um, but ultimately that was, that was my vision at the very beginning. It's, it's interesting thinking back to, you know, the, that time when I first met you and you just said it yourself, you know, having a baby sparks so much inspiration. And when I first met you, that was my journey. I had just had my first. And I was thinking, what am I going to do? Where am I going to take this? You know, and it was almost this catapult into, I wanted to pair the two together. Like you said, you know, the passion, the joy, the purpose, your career together. So you could find something that was meaningful and fulfilling. I think one thing that you did so well that I really admired is you are a constant connector and a constant seeker of you know, connecting with people, having conversations, brushing shoulders, keeping the conversation moving. And I think as an entrepreneur, this is, this is really important. And one of the things you used to do was host these sessions where people would come in and you would have a panel discussion and a chat. I mean, did you feel that that 
was a big support in building your network as well? Mm, I mean, they went hand in hand. I guess um, a lot of people in that moment of time where you're questioning, you know, is this the work that I want to do? Wonder what a natural next step is that they can take when they haven't quite figured it out. And I have to say that was very much me at the time. I knew I wanted to start a business and I knew I wanted it to be in wellness, but I had no idea what that would look like. And so actually just plugging myself into a community of people already doing that gave me so much inspiration. It also, you know, was a, a motivation for me to find the certainty and the, the, the clear idea and path to success that these people who I was interviewing had. And so a little bit selfishly, I was doing it to get that clarity for myself. Um, and in the process, I actually built a business around that. But to your point, I am a natural connector. I'm, you know, a very gregarious personality. I love being around people. I love having the energy of, of others driving me forward. And so, you know, being a natural connector helped me to build that momentum. But I think even when it doesn't come naturally, it's so important when you're going through any transition in your life or you're trying to create certainty or figure something out or get clarity to connect in with other people who are on a similar path to you um, because it can otherwise be quite lonely and it can be, yeah, an emotional roller coaster of ups and downs of one moment you think you've got it figured out and the next minute you feel completely lost and, you know, like maybe you should just go back to the security of that old job or maybe you're not cut out for this. And then suddenly you, you kind of attach back into this community in the case of, of well to do, it was a community that I built myself um, for some sort of selfish purposes to help me to create clarity on what my business would eventually become. And then ironically, that actually became the business. Yeah. And it was a ripple effect because it, it assisted you, but also it assisted so many people in connecting and building, you know, their own legacies and their own connections and their own health and well-being, which I loved. With any business, we all know we have those moments of constant self-doubt and, you know, thinking, am I doing the right thing? Am I on the right track? Do I continue? Do I not? Do I need to shift? How do you navigate those voices and conversations in your head when that happens? Hmm. I mean, you and I have both been on this journey uh, and faced so many similar challenges along the way. And the beauty of hindsight is such that we look back on those challenges and we can now recognize that they have built in us an incredible sense of resilience and flexibility and you know, an ability to see the silver lining in things, to become more optimistic, to trust our intuition, which when you're a female entrepreneur is so important because it's a natural feminine instinct to be, you know, intuitive and a little more in flow with how you feel about your decisions. And, you know, so looking back on those failures or those challenges you know, they really are what has defined my business and helped me to learn where to pivot to and when to, you know, stick with one path and when to change direction. And it's easy for me to say that now because I have those learnings, but I think I now give that advice to new business owners. Trust that the more you lean into those opportunities for failure, 
the faster you get to the destination that, that you desire to be at. If you dodge them, if you avoid it, if you avoid those opportunities to learn, to grow, to get it wrong, then you find yourself stuck more often. Yeah. A thousand percent. It's funny. You just said the word that makes me smile because it was a word that you and I started talking about during lockdown when it all happened for our businesses, the word pivot. I feel that became the word of 2020, but it's been such a familiar word for any entrepreneur on their journey during many, many points of their journey. Um, Let's talk about the timing and pivoting. And you spoke at the beginning about all these different businesses that you have now spun off from your seed of well-to-do. When did you know that the timing was right to start to focus on that next thing and maybe even close the door on a few chapters that you already had going? Mm, I love that. Also, Pivot reminds me of the episode of Friends uh, and makes me laugh all the time. Pivot! Um, I love Ross so much. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good question because the truth is I, I didn't know. I didn't know when the time was right. And so it would be remiss of me to pretend that, you know, when we decided to launch something new, it was always the right time because sometimes it wasn't. Sometimes it was actually serving as a distraction. And I have had to learn where I'm a natural visionary and where actually I need to stop and integrate things. And there's a fantastic um, business book called Rocket Fuel where it talks about the natural visionary and the natural integrator and how actually any successful business needs to have one of both. And when you're on your own running a business and you're a natural visionary, you often find yourself doing something new or having kind of shiny object syndrome where you constantly want to pivot (laughs) and maybe diversify or launch something new and exciting. And actually, For me, um, whilst we did do that and we have had varying levels of success with our pivoting, um, there's also an argument that maybe we've grown things more slowly as a result because you only have so much capacity as, you know, as a sole founder. I mean, we have a team of 16 now and so we're, we're more naturally able to execute on things and have a good idea and then see it to fruition. Um, and so, you know, there's an argument that the timing has to be your timing. And I think this is true with anything in life is that if you're waiting for the time to be right, sometimes you miss the opportunity. And it goes back to that earlier conversation about failure in that the timing might not be right. But in, the, in that process, you might learn something about yourself or your business or your audience. Um, and I think. Um, the second part of my answer to that question would be that it's so important to listen to what's going on around you and to what's going on inside you and then to align those two things. So it's one thing when you launch a business to listen to a gap in the market or that a consumer might want a certain product and to launch a business based on a gap in the marketplace. But it's another thing to launch a business where you're truly listening to what you really want to create for your life and what lights you up. And those two things have to exist simultaneously for it to truly be a success. You can, you can meet a gap in the market. You can be the product that people want at that time, 
you can follow a trend uh, and you can be successful, but only for so long if it doesn't truly light you up. Because you and I know that there are challenging moments and in those challenging moments, you really need to be able to fall back on your sheer determination to get through those challenges. And that is only possible because you desire so badly to to create that impact, to create that legacy that you're willing and able to overcome any challenge that gets thrown and away. And it's also important to, you know, continue to look ahead, which is is very hard at times, you know, when you're stuck in the grind of the day to day, sometimes for a lot of, you know, new founders, they're, they're working on their own, you know, they're grinding on their own and to be, you know, so focused on the now, but then have to focus on, you know, what's happening ahead and you hit those moments of success really quickly and you want to celebrate it, but you're still thinking about your mountain that you're climbing. You know, there's, there's a lot to be said about this journey that it does. It impacts you on all angles at, you know, lots of different times. So I love that you said, you know, seeing a business, having, you know, the visionary and the actionary, you know, people who can come together. I found that you've also done that really beautifully, building your team and your network of people who, yes, it was your vision that you started with, but now collectively, it seems that, you know, you're all building this space that you feel very proud of and happy and you have, you know, flexibility and you're also building a business that you feel not only has impact on yourself personally, but impact on those that you're working with. So I want to talk a little bit more about your product. So what it is that you're doing now, because you're really growing your coaching side of the business. And it'd be great for you to chat to the readers or the listeners about this, because I think for a lot of the listeners here on this series, listening to the founders, you know, they are wanting to take these leaps and jumps themselves. So it would be great for you to share how this journey of coaching with Lauren goes. Yeah, sure. I'd love to. So um, having worked with lots and lots of different types of businesses in the wellness industry over the last seven years, the group that I feel most excited about and most passionate about are the individuals who I call experts. And they are those people who have a certain set of uh, expertise or knowledge that could transform the lives of others, right? So we're coming into this era where, excuse me, you can really take what you know and you can take the experiences that you've had in your life to maybe overcome a health challenge or a physical challenge or achieve something great and teach that to somebody else in an online space that, you know, could completely transform the life of somebody else. And I'm, I feel really passionate about helping and supporting those people who have that expertise in their area, you know, or their field, but don't necessarily have the business acumen to turn that into something efficient and successful, where they're not constantly spinning their wheels, trying to figure out how to sell that service or, you know, navigate running a business. Um, And so whilst I've worked with lots of types of businesses over the years, supporting them through well-to-do in our events, my coaching is now very much skewed towards that wellness expert who wants to build something scalable and sustainable so that perhaps they're not 
you know, in the case of a therapist or a nutritionist or a physio or a hypnotherapist, not uh, restricting themselves to just being able to see maybe one client at a time and instead leveraging this incredible digital world that we live in now where, you know, there are almost 5 billion people that have access to the internet. 5 billion people who have the opportunity to be impacted by your knowledge. And so what I teach people is how to take that knowledge and to turn it into a course or a membership or a program where a group of people can take your knowledge and be transformed through the power of a group experience. Um, and so I do that through my own courses and programs, um, through my own kind of high level mastermind, and also through our agency where actually, if you don't want to do that work yourself, um, you can outsource it completely. And for me, that means that there are a whole host of experts within this space who can just focus on their zone of genius, doing what they do best teaching you know their fitness modality or changing somebody's life through the power of hypnotherapy or or nutrition um and that we can kind of take care of the rest but that i can also teach them how to build a team around them so that they're not doing so much of that business side of things but that they're really able to focus on the work that they're really good at and that lights them up um, so yeah, that's my, my focus as a, as a business coach. And, and it's such a pleasure to have been able to work with so many incredible leaders in the industry. Um, but also to see so many, uh, you know, moms who are managing, um, children and wanting to pursue their own professional career. So many, you know, men who are wanting to get into the wellness space or, you know, leave a corporate life and, and those are not stereotypes, by the way. They're just examples of clients that I work with. And just seeing so many people through the pandemic recognize that actually there's something more meaningful that they want to do with their with their life and that they have so much to share. And then I think it's such an incredible era in which they can actually do that in the online space. I love that. It's so true. So with a client that comes on, you know, you mentioned your team of, of support that you provide them and, you know, all this this great uplifting that, you know, you can give to them when they sign on for, for a course with you. What kind of support does Lauren Arms have to support her on this journey? I love that question. I am not shy about having coaches and mentors. Yeah. And I think as an entrepreneur, the sooner you embrace the importance of having a coach or a mentor, the faster you get to where you want to go. Um, and, you know, because the truth is every professional athlete, every, you know, successful executive or CEO has a coach. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of empowerment and a sign that, you know, you want to get to your destination faster. And there was a part of me in the early days of my business that thought there was some kind of nobility in figuring everything out on my right. own. And as soon as I realized that I didn't have to do that, it was like the weight of the world just fell off my shoulders. So to answer your question, I am part of a coaching mastermind with an incredible Australian um, coach who I learned so much from. Um, when it comes to my personal life, you know, like, and actually you inspired me with this, Katie, having a baby. I was like, okay, I could figure this out on my own or I could get an expert to come and help me. Right. And what price can you put on a good night's sleep when you're also running a business? So I had a newborn 
you know, sleep consultant, come and help me. And, um, you know, again, like there's, there's an expectation for women to, who want to run a business to be doing it all. And actually, I think if we could have more honest conversations about how we're able to outsource things, whether that's having a cleaner come and spend an hour a week cleaning your house so that you don't have to, you know, to worry about that and run a business and look after kids, you know, these investments in yourself pay back, you know, immeasurable dividends in your ability to show up and be present in your kids' lives or be more present in your business and just focus on doing the things that you can do really well. So, you know, to answer your question, I seek out as much support as humanly possible for me so that I can focus on doing the things that I do really well and leave the other stuff to someone who is better at that than me. I love that. It's leaning into everybody's strengths. So I want to caveat that by saying, you know, um, I'm not someone who was handed this business to me on a silver platter. I wasn't born into a successful you know, a successful family business that I've carried on. I've built everything from scratch. And so for me, outsourcing these parts of my life that I'm not good at started with, you know, having a virtual assistant who did one hour a week for me in my business to help me. And then eventually I was able to, you know, have someone come and uh, clean my apartment because I knew that actually I was better off spending that time focused on my business. And, you know, that has then led me to just recognize that when you're doing the things that you're really good at in your business and you're taking the steps to bring other people into that equation that are better at the things that you're not good at, everything multiplies really quickly and you so quickly get that return on your investment. The productivity goes up on all sides and the connection continues to build. And I'm, uh, I, I say this word all the time, connection, connection, and I'm such a believer in it, you know, that every piece of every puzzle and every connection that I have in my life, whether it is my home life, my professional life, you know, my friendships, they're all there and we're all there to support each other. And the stronger we are together, you know, then like what you just said, you know, it amplifies with all of us moving forward with success. And I think that's, you know, so joyful to see and success breeds success and happiness breeds happiness, you know, so when you've got all these pieces together and I love that because I think, you know, you, you're a true champion of people, of humans, you know, of success, of sharing, of vulnerability, you know, you're very empowering in conversations and it's, it's, it's really comforting for anybody, me as a friend, you know, you as your, your coaching clients who come to you, you know, those are the moments where we're all learning from each other as we go along, you know, learning in those conversations. And I'm sure you sit there with clients every day and I'm sure they say things to you that you're just like, wow, never thought about that. That's, that's really interesting. And then you can start to mold things and shape things together when you've built that platform of trust. So, yeah. And it's the idea that we don't need to do this on our own. And that was something I had to learn the hard way because I did try and do it alone. And I thought there was something to be proven in that. And I, and I think it is true for, um, you know, sadly for a lot of women to have this pressure of having to do it all and to be some kind of superwoman. And actually there's no way I could do this on my own. It is through the power of connection and friendships and having a peer of other business, peer group of other business uh, owners around me 
that it is possible. Um, and so, yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. It's been critical for, for me f- to get where, where I am today. Absolutely. So I want to wrap the conversation up with asking you about your future plans, anything in the pipeline that we can look forward to. And also I would love for Lauren Arms to share one of your big blue sky dreams, something that, you know, you're wanting to shoot and aim for the stars right now in this next phase of your career, of your life. It can be in any sense. Mm. So um, there are a lot of changes going on actually in my life and my business at the moment. And so I, I can't give too much away, but what I would say is that the theme for me of 2022 is consolidation. And it goes back to that earlier question that you asked me about, you know, pivoting and changing and my learning from the pandemic has been to do one or two things really well, rather than try and do five or six things half-heartedly. And I think what has called that into focus additionally is having a baby, right? Because you know, and I'm sure lots of the listeners who have children know, you're suddenly far less uh, available in terms of the time that you have to work on your dreams and your goals. And so when you do have that time, it's got to be focused. So for me, the future is about focus, consolidation, being unapologetic. So being comfortable with saying no to opportunities that might sound crazy to say no to, but actually just don't make sense for me to pursue right now. And that for me is going to help me to get to that big blue sky dream, which for me and my husband, Jamie, is to be able to split our time between the UK and Australia. Um, Having come from Australia, my um, the biggest question I get asked is, you know, do you think you'll end up back there? People ask me that all the time. Do you think you'll end up back in Australia? And they ask that from the societal understanding that you've got to just be in one place, right? So it's like, will you be there or will you be here? And my big blue sky dream is that I don't have to choose. And I'm so set on that intention that I don't have to choose that we'll have a an online business. I even um, I even get kind of funny when people say, oh, but then what about when Lockie goes to school, my little boy? I'm like, well, who knows? Maybe in five years' time, there'll be some kind of global digital education system because that's where the world is going, right? Is like we're going to be these digital nomads. Um, well, you'll have to settle down then because he'll have to go to school, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'm determined to make this happen. Whatever it looks like, I don't know yet, but we're going to make it possible for us to not have to choose between being in one place or the other. We're going to have this hybrid life. Um, And so that's what I'm working towards. I love it. I love it. Well, the history of Lauren Arms goes to show that when she wants something done, she gets it done. So I cannot wait to see what is coming up for you. Absolutely. But Lauren, thank you so much for sharing, being so open and honest, lovely and joyful. And to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and being here with us. Lauren is an absolute open book. So please reach out to her personally. If you ever want to learn anything more or delve in a little bit deeper, Lauren, tell us how we can get a hold of you. And if there's anything else you'd like the viewers to know as we wrap it up. Oh, thank you. I mean, 
I'm just going to direct you to Instagram because most people are on Instagram and you can find me there at Lauren Arms, my full name. Um, and I just want to say thank you to you, Katie, for being such an inspiration to me, for being such a beautiful friend, for going on this journey. It takes such bravery and courage to pursue your dreams. And it's not always an easy journey. And it's been such a privilege to go on that journey with you and to go through the highs and lows. So yeah, big love to you and to your whole community. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you. You've made my eyes a bit tearful. So thank you for that. No, it is. This journey <laughs> is it's powerful, but hey, it's it's life, right? And we're moving and we're trying to seek joy through this process. So thank you so much for coming on to the Una series podcast. And we look forward to seeing you, Unas, through our digital platform in any of our live sessions or tune in to some of our upcoming um, podcasts on Spotify. Have a great day, you guys. Lauren, thank you so much. Bye.